Bougainville's quest for independence from Papua New Guinea has been put on the back burner, with the PNG government putting off the tabling of the independence referendum until next year. Bougainville has been wanting the parliament to quickly ratify the referendum, for which the PNG government says an absolute majority decision by MPs will be needed. Bougainville's lead negotiator, Ezekiel Masat, and the PNG government's Minister of Bougainville Affairs, Manisa Makiba, we are told get on well, but discussions between both parties have been few in recent months. So, what is set to happen on the Bougainville issue? Don Wiseman put some of these issues to University of Wollongong Emeritus Professor of Politics, Ted Wolfers, who has long been an advisor to the PNG government on Bougainville issues. We've had Ezekiel Massa just recently come out mm. and rail against the PNG government for constantly referring to the non-binding referendum. And he says in the literature, in the peace agreement, in the constitution, there's no reference to it being non-binding. At the same time, I know that there's no reference to it being binding. So what do you make of it all? The Bougainville Peace Agreement is quite explicit. It says that the outcome will be subject to ratification, which in brackets is defined as the final decision-making authority of the national parliament. So right from the very beginning, there was a recognition that ratification, so-called, means final decision-making authority. It doesn't mean approval or doesn't necessarily mean approval. So I'm a bit surprised by the argument that's going on at the moment. Uh, Mr. Massad is technically correct, isn't he? Well, he's correct in saying that there's no reference to the word non-binding. But as I said, the Bougainville Peace Agreement is quite clear that the outcome is subject to the final decision-making authority of the National Parliament. In other words, it applies only insofar as the National Parliament agrees to it. When you have a referendum that's 97.7% in favour of independence, this ratification process, I think, is viewed on Bougainville anyway as something that should be rubber stamping, essentially. What sort of authority does ratification give uh, the National Parliament? Well, there's no question that the final decision is up to the National Parliament. That's what I'm saying right from the very beginning. Ratification was defined as the final decision-making authority of the National Parliament. There's never been any question, in my view, about that legal position. But, of course, there is a very sensitive set of political issues which need to be addressed in the process. There's clearly an awkward situation that's developed because... There hasn't been a lot of talking, it would seem, yet we have this supposed timetable of everything being resolved possibly as early as 2025, which is just around the corner, mm. and definitely by 2027. And as far as mm. Bougainville is concerned, by 2027, they expect to be independent, or the vast majority do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's always been a sensitive issue at the heart of this, that the national government has never been willing to concede the sovereign rights of the state to make the final decision through its political processes. Whereas, of course, quite surprisingly in some respects, Bougainville seems now almost united in saying it wants independence. I think part of the difficulty is that there hasn't been enough discussion about what independence entails. There are quite a number of options, aren't there? One that has being floated is something like the compacts of free association that the US has with several states in the North Pacific. 
Well, whether people committed to a single state in Papua New Guinea are willing to agree to it, I really can't say. But independence around the world has diverse meanings. And when Australia still has an Englishman as the head of state, sometimes the connections that are kept are essentially symbolic and sometimes they're very substantive. And it's not just a question of political and legal sensitivities. It's also a cost-benefit thing that an independent Bougainville, and look, I'm not clear on this, but I don't think the maps have ever been drawn. It might not be part of an archipelagic state anymore. And so its maritime boundaries might not be as broad as they are now. There's a whole range of those sorts of issues. I mean, the maritime ones are particularly obvious under the law of the sea, but, you know, they also come up in, in, in quite different connections of how people view the utility of having landing rights and all sorts of things. Fishing rights is probably a big thing, isn't it, right now? Well, control of the maritime environment, yes. And I can't draw the maps, but on my estimations of it, an independent Bougainville would no longer have the extended maritime boundaries that it currently has as part of Papua New Guinea. I guess the big worry is that if it's not sorted and if these different parties can't sit down together and discuss things and make it clear about what is going to happen, that, I don't know, there could be a return to violence or something like that? It's not impossible that some people would feel that way about it, but I think those who've been through the peace process and so on are probably pretty reticent about just returning to violence. But it doesn't mean to say that there aren't some people who feel strongly about it. But I think the other thing is if you put these implications on the table, what it would mean for your maritime rights and your other transport and so on rights, it may be that you can you know, define a, a form of independence that keeps everybody reasonably happy. It doesn't seem to me to be impossible to reach that, but it would be it would take a lot of care and a lot of commitment to do that. You yourself, have you got any ideas about what might be preferable in terms of a type of independence? Look, the answer has to be no. I haven't spent time working out what I would prefer because my job's been to understand what other people are saying and doing. But I don't think it would be impossible to negotiate a mutually acceptable outcome, but it would take a lot of care and a lot of technical competence to get there, I think.